Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the middle of January slash Christmas gift swap. <laughs> okay, first of all, welcome back to Trusty Hogs. Hey, Hogs. Thank you for being. Oh God, thank you for being oh, here. Oh, that was a phlegmy one. Thank Did you. Did you feel that? Thank you. <laughs> it rumbled the floor. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Episode 16. Delighted to have Helen back. We are doing a January Christmas gift swap because um, the first initial time we were supposed to do it, Helen had COVID. Poor Helen. Poor Helen. So glad she's back, though. We actually missed you. I missed you guys. I mean, we were on the phone, so it was fine. I know, but still. Um, And then the next time, Helen forgot her gifts. So um, now... Because of COVID brain fog. Oh, Oh, please. Poor Helen. (laughs) Poor Helen. Oh, poor Helen. (laughs) Step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't, and that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. So, Helen Barry, do you want your Christmas I presents? just want to give them to you. I, I, wanna... want, I want to receive. Okay, here you go. Um, you said that those were such contradictory <laughs> things. I want to give them to you. I want mine. I want to receive. <laughs> so if anyone doesn't remember, Andrew gave me my Christmas gift at the beginning of December because it was an amazing Tony's Chocolonely advent calendar. Which, which you has been complained demolished. about. Which... I complained once because <laughs> they were doing this thing about like <laughs> life's unfair, slavery. So they gave me no chocolates in one and I had an absolute freak out online but turns out the next day they gave you two it was but I've already lesson. shaken out one from the one and blow it <laughs> so then I was just like because I was like this is bullshit it's a manufacturing problem despite the fact <laughs> happy holidays Helen love C kiss Oh my god, this is Merry Christmas to you Merry Christmas to me yeah in January oh my god, oh my god. <gasps> are they slippies 
I love slippies. But can I just tell you that you recently Instagrammed about much better slippies. I was oh, so sad. Are you kidding? I lo- my other slippers I have are dogs, like massive dogs with glittery collars I on them. I was so sad. These are more like classy Kimye sliders. Stop. They're the largest size they come in, so I hope they I know, fit your big feet. Thing. I'm always nervous about my shoes because they're nervous. like they're the biggest size, and I'm like, you do not understand I was the worried. size of my feet. There is no way I'm getting into this. Oh really? There is no way. Oh no, I'm so I mean, sad. I'm gonna try. I'm so sad. I took. An, oh, they're on the wrong way. You need to switch them over. Okay. Oh Helen, I retook really a punt, and I just realized that was so stupid. <gasps> It's oh. like a Cinderella moment. Okay, That's everyone, amazing. I'm Oliver Bonus, medium slash large. That is so mad. That was stunning, you guys. You should think there was a collective intake of breath here while it fit like the glass slipper. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold it up to the camera. You're stunning. You're everything. You're Miss yes. United States. What? Stop it. They fit you. I'm that so is happy. Insane. I've been so anxious about them fitting. Am I your Prince Charming? Oh my god, they're so comfy. Yay! Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love them. You're welcome. I, I just because I I really I like bet all on one gift, so I was like, oh god, if they don't fit, I realized when you put on the dog ones, I was like, they look massive. I, I was like, okay. Like, no, but because they have like a head on top of it and a tail, yeah, I, was like, yeah, oh my yeah. God. I was like, oh my god. One, she already has slippies, and two, their mine aren't going to be big enough. Catherine, stop it! They I fit. cannot believe they fit. I've got a cute little bow and slippies. You're so cute. It's going to be. It's amazing. Slippies, so and cute. Andrew's just got up to like move a camera angle. And but I also feel like he's doing it subtly, but was coming towards his, his gifts. gifts. Yeah. So I'm just going to quickly That's tie gorgeous. a little ribbon. That's on actually Helen. gorgeous. That actually really suits you. The bow. In, Helen is now putting her Christmas gift bow into her hair, and it looks adorable. Oh my god, you look like Sandy. I love. I love. <laughs> yeah, the one that I want. Doesn't she look so cute? Um, who wants to go first, Andrew, Andrew or Catherine? Can go first. Oh, He's obviously think, gagging for you. it. Can I, also, okay. I love that I didn't actually pick them up whilst I stood up. Yeah, you didn't. No, I want to deliver them to you, or do you want to come no, on camera please, for please this? No, please deliver them. I've, 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 go got, I've got a okay. camera here. Hi. Um, there are you also, have do you know what? two that are the same. Yeah. So okay, we'll open them at the same that time. That one is the same as this one. Okay. okay. Also, do um, you know what's weird, Helen? Is I also wore the bow that Catherine <laughs> gave me. His was a head yeah. his was a head floral piece from a uh, yeah. I look I, I go extra on the wrapping. Stop. You your wrapping's them? lovely. Your little packages, yeah. Okay. These are now unfortunately too late. Oh no, what Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> but next year, this is it. It's so a well pig wrapped. that's flying. It's a flying uh, pig Christmas decoration. I, honestly, Helen, this makes up so, this makes up for the fridge magnet. Really? Yeah, it's that that's good. Really cute. It's you know so what? good. It was the classier pig like uh, thing I could find. Pig decoration. I, I was like, this. this is dignity. It's porcelain. But also, Gisela Graham. <laughs> I had her decorations before. These are nice. Yeah. Oh, look at that with a little piggy. I actually love... And it's not too tacky for the pair of you? Oh, no, it's just on the edge. It's perfect. (laughs) I love it. I love, 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 love it. Oh, it's good. I'm so happy. Oh, my gosh, you you got us more. I feel bad. I just got you slippers. You got me three gifts. Well, yeah, we're the same, like, amount. (laughs) Probably all together. I don't think so. Oh, my God, I love... Helen's a really good gift giver. Like, a really, really good... (gasps) Catherine, this one I took a risk on. Rachel's... Okay. Oh, oh! You did really good. No, no, I did not. You did. 
Helen. The green because of Ireland. The little tiny gold hoops. They're stunning. Look at them. They look like two little engagement rings. They're so With pretty. With little green highlights. Ha- can you help me get them out? Helen, you bought me some Yeah, do you like kids. them? I really, really like them. I Nobody bought me jewellery. I believe this. it. <gasps> Nobody bought me jewellery this Christmas. I love. Oh my God, they look, they go with all my other piercings. Do you love them? I love, 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 love them. Oh Thank my God, I'm so showing much. them to the camera. Oh, you can't see them. me. You need another gift now that you oh, got you me. I can't see them. I cannot be a YouTuber. Can you bring, it, bring, bring it here and I can show them on this camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I'm not going to put them on right now because apparently I can't do that without Also, whilst I'm, I can open my gift whilst I'm here. <gasps> yes. They're, they're Helen, I love them. Like, I actually love that them. really nice. They're very understated. I love them. I love I them. Like, there you go. Thank you. Little thing. I, I love them. Thank For you. one of her TV appearances. I'm actually going to wear them. I can't oh believe you goodness. like them. I'm so relieved. I love them. Earrings. I love I've them. Just, oh, <laughs> Thank you so much. You're very welcome. What is it? It's. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! It is. It's a hat! I well, like lucky ghost to number three, it's over. You're never going to get back a flat cap. So I have gifted Andrew <laughs> a new flat cap. That's amazing. <laughs> but for context, for people that don't know, uh, 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 a boy I briefly dated for three dates stole my flat cap as part of his uh, Halloween costume. That looks costume. good on you. Thank it you. It really suits you, Andrew. That's hot, babe. Thank and, you. Andrew, that's like... You were very sceptical originally of me owning a flat I'm cap. I'm surprised. And... It turns out you're a zaddy. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, oh, I don't mind that. This is... It is what, it is what you want. wanted it to be. Oh my God, I guessed based on the shape of the bottle and Helen was like, oh, poor Catherine. I... These are... Okay, hang on. First of all, you're so good at gift giving and I just need to like shower you with free mm. coffees until I make up for my... my... <laughs> also, I'm sorry. What... Ha- so, okay, because I'm not fancy enough for uh, to ever have owned these, you like them on the bottom. bottom. Yeah. I always wondered. Okay, sorry, they're a jar. What are they? They're a jar of fancy matchstick. Because Catherine jar. likes candles. <laughs> I do. But I always wondered how the fancy ladies lit the jar matches. And the answer is there's a little thing at and the bottom. And I can tell you this as a friend of Catherine's, and I will not be upset. Jars she is going to soak that label off. But I... <laughs> No, I know. No, because now I know I need it. I won't. No, but this label. Oh, ultimately, yeah. Yeah, I will, yeah, yeah. I will repurpose this. <laughs> of course, I will. I'll, what about what I'm? I'll, I'll make something delicious and give it to Yay! you. Yay! I love this. You're so oh, good. You're so Thank welcome, you so Andrew. You're lost. <laughs> <laughs> it you're... is uh, a poetry book. <gasps> Is it the poems of the man I referenced one? Yes. What? The Desiderata poems. No. But it's the other poems by Max Ehrman. So no. what happened was, I was trying to offer some words of wisdom <laughs> and like happiness and health and wealth and well-being. And Catherine, poetry. Catherine was shitting all over my poem. <laughs> it was bullshit, Andrew. Was I felt do- so yeah, bad for you. Yeah, the poem was bullshit. No, it wasn't. It, it was, was gorgeous. It was a lovely poem, very yeah. well read by Helen. <laughs> Thank you. And she's got me a book of his poetry. Oh. Helen, you're really good at that. <laughs> Really, really good gift giver. Thank you so much. I feel like the listeners are going to be like, and all Catherine got her was some fucking slippers. That is so good, the slippers, though. That's <laughs> no, so but good. I feel like I understand where they're coming from, and you're right, I do owe Helen a drink. Merry Christmas! Happy Merry end Christmas. of January! Happy end of January! <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're Thank so God. welcome, guys! I'm, I'm, I'm so bad at receiving gifts, I'm just, like, overly sincere, but they're really nice. Thank you so much. I can't believe it, because also what's great is that you would tell me. Oh yeah, we'd be, like we'd I would say as well if they were we wrong. Hoped they'd be like when I brought you a yeah. present from holiday, and you both. The, I mean, ultimately, as whilst I do appreciate the gifts, the last eight minute of, minutes of podcasting has been poor quality. <laughs> it's just been us being <laughs> yeah, nice no. to you and you being <laughs> nice to us. Oh my god, 
that tell you what, like tell me like my favorite things that you like about me? Like no. what what's the best things about no. me? No, we're not going to. No, let's not. No, let's just keep I it going. I would say I'm immensely relieved because I've been worrying about the size of your hooves for some time. We all for pleased. anyone wanting for curiosity or for a foot fetish, I'm a ladies size nine wide fit, <laughs> but an Oliver bonus medium slash large. Yes, you are. Which is mental. Oh my god, and they're so cute. They actually are really cute. And I thought they would go in all of your jumpers. They are they fucking do. amazing. So I'm very happy. You know the foot fetish thing. I got yeah. a message on Instagram from this <gasps> account called like Foot Fet Twenty or something like that. And he, I know Foot Fet Twenty. No, you, you don't. Know. No, I don't. <laughs> but I, I fully believe that. Though. I fully I was like, of course, Helen knows Foot Fet Twenty. <laughs> He, and? Mess- he messaged me. He was like, what size shoe are you? And I was like, oh, nine, maybe ten in a welly. Oh, you answered. Well, ten in a welly. I feel, like we, I feel like you told us this already. Maybe you didn't. Well, I, and he kept asking questions about my feet and like, well, they had a wide sole. I'm like, okay. So I was just, I replied as a joke. I don't really want to answer any more questions. Fair. He was like, oh, I just want to talk to a comedian about their feet. And I was like, oh, do you know my comedy? And he was like, no, I just searched hashtag stand up comedy and you <gasps> came up. What an insult. Oh, my God. So any foot will a... do. Any foot will do yeah wow soulless Stop. soul chat <laughs> for pictures of our feet follow us on patreon patreon.com yeah. trusty hog. and donate a shitload of money and maybe we'll think about it i'll send it to you for a fiver I'm, <laughs> i think i'm already on wiki feet i didn't put myself there obviously it's grim she's made it Actually. yeah andrew look it up i'm gonna look it up because <laughs> i found your rating on wiki feet oh <gasps> Go on. Oh, wait. So, Catherine... What's my rating on WikiFeet, Andrew? Uh, 4.2 brackets. Nice feet. What? 4.2? Out of 5? So, (laughs) sorry, it's got a breakdown of all of the votes. Do you want to hear this? Yes! So, nine people said you have beautiful feet. What? How do they even know? When have they seen my feet? You've had 90... There's a picture... Of course, the whole point of WikiFeet is that they've attached pictures of your feet. Where do they find pictures of my feet? Oh, it's just like public photos on Instagram and stuff. It's not like creepy. They're not, oh, so like they, they get a full body shot and then zoom in on the hooves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, because I was like, I haven't put my trotters on there. Um, it's, it's just one of you in like kind of heels, but like exposed heels. Red heels? Pe- Toe uh, shoes. Peep toe shoes, that's it. <gasps> you fucking no, foot slut. <laughs> oh my god, why have they done that? Well, nine people thought you had beautiful feet. Three people had said you had nice feet. Four people said you had okay feet. <laughs> She's alright. She's alright. One person said you had bad feet. And two people said you had ugly feet. Two ugly feet! <laughs> but that's averaged out to a four point uh four point one, four point two rating. That's not bad. The thing is I actually think I'm scoring higher than I thought I would because I have bunions. So I'm surprised. But bunions could be beautiful for some of the foot people. You know I what don't I mean? Think so they run in my family. Mm. They're pretty hideous. Bunions are like can the I ha- growth. Oh, right? I can edit it. What's your shoe size? I can update the listing. No, for you. these people don't deserve the facts. Yeah, okay. update it. Yeah. No, what? She's a six. I'm a five. The point. <laughs> She's I'm a, a five point five. Actually, <laughs> I'll put, I'll no, put, I'm a five point five slim fit. The point is, <laughs> and, and do several questions. Um, I always have a pedicure. What are the ugly people saying? Uh, ugly the, seems harsh. The, I always have a pedicure. Always. Look, the, the only options are to star rate it. You can't. I'll, look, I'll give you five stars to boost your. But numbers. there's no comments. Andrew, don't rate her on WikiFee. It's just me. weird now. Don't like, pity rate. Leave her be. It's fine. I have to create an account to do it anyway. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I have questions. Um, what did, was there any comments? Um, no. Uh, they got people who like Catherine Vohut's feet also liked. Who else did they like? Uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, I love Katie Nice, Cuoco. love to be in that company. Holly Willoughby. Uh, Ma- Maisie Williams. What fantastic company footwise to be in. Oh, there is a comment. Sorry, there is a comment. <gasps> and uh, why? Five stars. I can only find one picture of her feet to start her page. Such a shame because they look fantastic. <laughs>
god. What is wrong with people? That's, what is that's wrong the with picture, people? by the way. Oh. Oh, oh my it's the pressure. It's the one of the one about a chair. Oh yeah. my god, what is wrong with people though? I didn't consent to that. Mm. Imagine if there was like a tittypedia and you were just <laughs> on there. Tittypedia. Do you know what I mean? I'd be up there. You would, but like also imagine if there were just like close-ups of your tits that you didn't ask anybody to use. Well, no, they'd be full. They would yeah, be... I'm kind of fine with it. I, I don't say, know. I'm not also, really blinking. I'm also, like, yeah. If there was Tittypedia, there'd just be like a full photo of your actual left breast because you get it out <laughs> and put it on the internet. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow, people have a lot of time on their hands. I, I think I understand okay feet. Ugly feet seems really mean, given really? that I always yeah. have a pedicure. And you do. You're very good at taking care of your hooves and your hands. Yeah, and I do. I do that because I run so much that if I don't. <gasps> oh, I need to moisturize. Remember my resolution. Ding, ding, ding. Let's. Ding, ding. <laughs> we cannot have another on air moisturizing okay, fine, session. Andrew. We'll just do it together and you don't have to record And the good news is I've lost it. Okay. So. <laughs> Resolution's going very well. (laughs) This episode of the podcast has been dog shit. (laughs) We apologize at home if you are a foot fetishist. Um, Stop being non-consensually so. Um, I don't know. Keep it up. It's kind of funny. um, God, this is so grim. Um, Hey, Helen, how's your week been? It's been good. Thank you for asking me. I want to tell you what I've been doing. Tell me. Okay. I've decided that I want to become an observational comedian. I want to make more observations in the world not necessarily about myself but observations but the thing is you can only observe what you already observe right okay yeah so like i could become an observational comedian but i'm not suddenly gonna go to like an art gallery every week and observe art so i observe like the shit tv and films i watch yeah and i have figured out you know how everyone's like i really hope this is a good observation and if the listener doesn't think so then i'm gonna go fucking live it can i just ask before you do the observation yeah why the like stylistic change because <laughs> I just think it would be fun to try out something new. Sure. I mean, absolutely challenge. Move your art on by all means. You know, means. it's like when you get like a sweatband at school and you're like, I guess I'm a Grebo. Like, I don't know what that means. Okay, but just say yes. Okay, yes. 100%. Yes. <laughs> These observations are so far very universal. Like, oh, like shag bands. Do you have shag bands in Ireland? Like, you'd get a band for every guy you fucked, but you were like 12 and you never fucked anything? No. Apart from that, apart from that uh, climbing crime, Basingham Park. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so, so is the stick is like it's bad observational comedy? Yeah. No, it's not bad observational <laughs> Okay, go and on. I, this is the worst thing. I actually wrote it down because I was like, this is great. Okay, let's have and, it. Let's have so it. So you know how like there's an old trope which is like, oh, like it's really um, unattainable, like women in films because their lives are like so like, they live in these amazing houses, but like everything's so difficult but then they meet the man of their dreams and it all works out. And it's like, this is fucking bullshit. Right. I have figured out that there are so many problems with it. And I think it starts with the most unattainable thing, which is something that I've never seen anyone do in real life, which is when women go to the toilet in films, which is so often and they always do a shot of them from outside the stool and you can just see their feet under the stool and they pull their knickers down all the way how mad is that hello (laughs) and they have their knickers around their ankles when you go to the toilet how far down do you pull your pants yeah not that far actually so we're in films think about it i know what everyone's knickers look like because they take them all the way down which feels like a pervert's move and this is how i take the observation into taking on society right okay (laughs) 
Because perverts, because you, you can't be funny unless you're saying something. Because yeah. perverts are trying to show everyone what these girls' pants looks like, like we Reese Witherspoon's pants. Right. They're like they're directing her, and they're like all the way down. She's like, but we don't do this. And he's like, all the way down. Yeah. And they're there. So then I am now gonna try and mimic art in my life. So now when I go to the toilet, I take my pants all the way down to my ankles. Okay. And that's my observation. Also, I have a new observation as well. What's I was watching. Can I just say when 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 Michael McIntyre like spots something out in the world, yeah, he, he does have a punchline at the end as well. <laughs> that's it's kind of a, a crucial element to the observation Savage. of comedy. But I haven't figured out the punchline yet. It's just an observation. Have you figured out? When, <laughs> have you figured out what the the message is? Or the learning? Yeah, the messages. Get those pants down, ladies. Just because a male director says that you have to have your pants in shot doesn't mean you have to. Because I think it puts a lot of pressure on you and the pants to not be stained. Hello? And then, <laughs> and then I made another movie observation. So I was like, maybe I'll just do a show of movie observations. And I was watching Encanto, which is the new Disney movie. Amazing. And do so, you know Disney are trying not to do like um, love? like not do like romantic love yeah, yeah. as like their storylines like princess meets prince they're trying to like have like a strong female lead who doesn't need a romantic connection to be complete and everything be amazing so instead they're putting a lot of pressure on her family relationships and oh, i think i'd rather watch a story of unattainable love from someone i don't know than the idea of being like you're gonna love your sister your sister's <laughs> yeah your sister's gonna be your ride or die now this is good this, yeah this is a good spent, rich vein. Really? Yeah. yeah, I'd say drop the pants stuff, but we're into this. Okay, but maybe the pants is like a segue no, into it. No, no, Because no, 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 no. the, the, the stained pants are not a segue into children. <laughs> Let me just tell you right now, they're not. And you don't want them to be. <laughs> okay. That's going to be a no. But the, the, the Disney stuff is great. Right? Yeah. So it's like the unattainable love of someone that you've never met and like that perfect relationship. I feel like I've got over that and I've challenged it in my brain. And now... I mean, the argument is I shouldn't still be watching Disney movies as regularly as I do. Listen, but we who all... likes their sister that much? Yeah, I, I think you. I think you're onto something there. Do you really? I think you're onto something there. Yeah, absolutely. But like, what observations do you have at the moment? Why did this get turned on me? I didn't say I, was, I wanted to I be like... I was objectively the meanest one to you and you've really put it on Catherine. I, I, like... I felt judged and I panicked and I pounced out. I asked you why you would want to like, expand your art history. He's the dick about it and then suddenly I get told my set is a piece of shit. No! <laughs> and then I'm like, suddenly on the spot, like, what observations do you have, shithead? Like, I... Isn't it mad how matches fit and... I'm like, God, fuck. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. I have stuff going on. How dare you? I just want to know if there was any observations that you've made recently where you're like, this is killer. This is killer. I did have one yesterday. Actually. Andrew hit oh, me. Because uh, Netflix, I just thought the other day, Netflix have a play something feature. Yeah. Like that's how it's like, sh like a shuffle. Yeah, like yeah, a shuffle. Like how? What, what a state are we in in society that we're just like, just play something, anything, anything <laughs> please. Don't give me a second alone. My thoughts, just play something, anything, please. God, oh thank goodness, Emily in Paris. Oh, phew. oh there was a moment. <laughs> um, I'm just, just gonna say two. it. I absolutely love season two of Emily in Paris, which is how it's meant to be pronounced. Andrew. Oh, sorry. It it's supposed rhymes. to be a rhyme. Good uh, lord. I... <laughs> oh my god, have you watched series two? No, babe, no. Have you not watched series one? No. I mean, I watched a bit of season one because Emma Black was watching it back in the day, but like... Oh, I watch all trash television. Emily and Perry, my favourite moment is in series two when she, uh, frankly, I hope it's okay to say, emaciated, stylish, like fashion-influenced, like thin, thin actress gives a like 
frankly, not at all rousing speech on body positivity to <gasps> an office of also emaciated French women. And they're like, yeah, yes. And, and and the whole thing is so lackluster. It's like a writer was writing it being like, I guess somebody should say something about this. I guess. Fucking amazing. Uh, well, who should? Maybe. Oh, let's get it over quick, though, because we all have to break for cigarettes soon. Like, it was. It's so bad. Was that an observation, Andrew? No, no it wasn't. Just, I was no. Okay, right. I was just trying to figure well, it out. Stop, stop trying to trap her into doing observational comedy. <laughs> I, I think it's because anxious. I'm learning about comedy because I didn't know what a pun was at the end of last year. So I'm still like... Finn Taylor described my comedy to my face as Anxious Annie and I was like, I'm not even insulted. Like, that's my vibe. It's that's just like, brilliant. That should be a show title. Yeah, that's I'm just great. like... I, we're like conversational, confessional, diarized idiots and we just like... I think we, you and I tend to... Well, maybe we're different comics, but like... I think that what we do is oversharing to the point of trauma bonding with a bit of lols. I do love trauma bonding with the crowd yeah. because they can't trauma bond back. Yeah, they don't get. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely! It's one-sided trauma bonding. That's our comedy style. I think what I'm trying to say is that Catherine and I are doing two shared previews over the next yes. couple of weeks yes, at we the are. Camden Comedy Club. Oh my gosh, yeah, we are. And I would love it if you would come and hear some of my new movie observations. <laughs> I'll just be doing my usual trauma shit. So and I come will be along. making some observations from and not. Only including Spencer, June, Star Wars, Legally Blonde, Encanto, and Jaws. We should start a film podcast. <gasps> what? No, Andrew, we're doing this podcast. We'll make this into a film podcast. Our work in progress. No, our double-headed work in progress on the 31st of January is at Camden Head. And you can find tickets on our websites, or at least on my website. Can they find them on yours, Helen? I could do a film podcast. Oh, my <laughs> God. I'm so sorry. Our guest today is comedian, actor, and all-round good guy. A sweet baby angel. A very funny boy from the show that is Feel Good. It's Jack Barry. Jack Barry, everybody. Yay! Hi, it's Catherine from Trusty Hogs. I'm going on tour. My new show is called This Isn't For You. Despite that, it is for you and I would very much like you to attend. Please come. I'm going all over the UK and Ireland and it starts in February and finishes in June. So good long haul, plenty of dates and frankly, there's plenty of tickets left. So please come and tell your friends or uh, if you think they'd hate it, tell your enemies. Either way, I'll see you there. I hope, right? Come on. Okay, are we ready to start? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Hogs, please welcome to the podcast. It's Jack Barry, everybody. Jack, I've literally started this by crying by something we were just talking about, which you can't discuss on the podcast. No, because you were bitching. Now I feel like I've got watery eyes. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. Nobody can see. Jack Barry, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah. Oh shit! Very very professional. Well, well you never, this is the thing. You never know what's going to pop up. Like I've got two right two voice notes from Janine Haruni. Who doesn't want to hear this? I know, right? To to that right now. You know what it is. The voice notes are for anyone who doesn't know. Janine Haruni is an amazing comedian, and she's on Honeymoon. She's in yes. Thailand, isn't she? In Thailand. But she is constantly uploading these pictures of her and her husband and she's being held up like a plank. Yeah, because it's her birthday and she refuses to walk. I 
cannot understand how they're not photoshopped. So I'm trying to get her <laughs> to explain to me how a body can do that. She looks very like a fish that he's just caught post-divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's like it, a Tinder picture. It is. Yeah. It really is. Oh, my God. I so know what you mean. That picture of a guy holding up a fish. Yeah, but yeah. you know it's not. It's a fish that he needed to catch. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just lost access to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a case of like going fishing and catching a fish. And it's like, oh, good. Something for dinner for the wife to cook. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to hold this because yeah. I've got nothing else to hold. Exactly. Oh, There's God. that look of love in his eyes that's yeah. like, you're all I've got now, fish. <laughs> I'm going to feed one. on you for years. <laughs> um, can we please introduce Jack Barry properly? Jack Barry is an excellent mm. comedian. Also... An excellent actor. Also, just off tour with Mae Martin as support. Thank you. What an exciting also, time for you. Previous face of McCoy's. I hey, was the face of McCoy's. Let it not go on. Has to be mentioned. Yeah. I'm glad that still comes up. It's yeah. still, unfortunately, it's the biggest the highlight of my career. No. In everything I've done, I'd say no. McCoy's. Tour is support for Mae Martin's pretty epic. It was pretty epic. Yeah. Tour support for yeah. Mae Martin's epic. Being your own tour support. I'd say that. it's even more epic. That's oh, amazing. That's they amazing. Know. So tell us about that. You, I <laughs> left my agent and basically I got fucked over with the money and I didn't have any money to pay at all support or right. anyone to drive my car or yeah. tour manage or anything. So I basically at the end of last year, I did a tour where I was just doing everything. I had a wig. I was like, if I put this <laughs> wig on, then I'll come out and I'll say, I've got my support act. He's called Derek Jokes. He's a really great guy. And I was expecting just the audience to immediately be like, ha ha ha. But then it never got a laugh. I would just walk out and I'd be like, does everyone know who Jack Barry is? And they go, yeah. And I go, so it's me in a wig. And they go, yeah. And I'll be like, okay, that's oh, fine. Wow. <laughs> as long as I know that you're getting the joke and just not, you know, laughing at it, yeah. that's fine. But it's that savage. thing of like when you're yeah. in a wig, you've committed already. <laughs> it's it so hard. And I made so many callbacks to it throughout my set as well. And the callbacks would get a bit more than the initial joke, but it that's was quite amazing. mortifying. That's amazing. Did you yeah. do tour support for May as... Uh, Derek or Jack? As Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was no. just Jack, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but Jack, the but character fine. from Feel Good, not me, the comedian. Because Derek's... <laughs> yeah, well, I was wore the suit from Feel Good. Amazing. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, Derek doesn't get gigs independently. Oh, no, not really, not yet. Derek's not very will. much a support yeah. artist. Like, yeah. Derek's not, no one's calling up being like, can we get Derek at Moth Club tonight? Like, he's not... No, no, unfortunately not. Derek, but mostly just, yeah, he does my new jokes that aren't Amazing. good enough for me to do in my set. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. I've yeah. actually oh, personally okay. never seen Derek live. I've only heard about it. You're I've unlucky. That's I know. Yeah, I I've mean, seen pictures of Derek performing. I'd like to see him live. But like, If we'll people start him. requesting him, I, I I would really enjoy would you that. Do it? I yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, do, I remember like years ago, Matt Ewins did a show in Edinburgh. Yeah. And he did this he did this show called Gag Tanamo Bay. It was like <laughs> yeah. very Matt it was very Matt Ewins. He, and he had this like he had this flyer printed and it was like it was a four like a four header. Amazing. And he had all these other comedians on the flyer and Stop. one of them was called like Derek Potatoes. No, no, what was he called? No, I've just called, said Derek. Something else potatoes. Because Derek's in your head. Derek's now, in yeah. my head. But anyway, and then uh, and basically he would start the show by going, Everyone else is dead, it's just me. And then that was just how I explained it at the beginning of the show. But one day, Oliver potatoes this family came and they were like is Oliver potatoes on today and he was like well no because I made him up and they were like oh they were really disappointed (laughs) this family were like sorry kids I guess there's no Oliver potatoes today that's insane why were even kids there I don't know on the on the flyer it said Oliver potatoes was like Derby's premier comedian so I can only guess that they were from Derby and it just looked for a comedian from Derby 
Could have been Irish. It could have been Irish, yeah. Just, just a fan of the name. That's just true. <laughs> That's amazing. And so... Um, I kind of get where they're coming from, though, because there are some names where you're like, they're going to be funny. Do you know what I mean? Like a funny name. Yeah. <laughs> and like Oliver Potatoes, he'd be like, I imagine there's some juggling. Like, oh. I wouldn't imagine it being like straight down the no, lens sort of like comedy, there. like Wait, insane me. observations. It would be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Oliver Potatoes. <laughs> like, come on stage backwards and be like, where are you? There you are. And that's my brand of comedy. I kind yeah. of wish he was a searing satirist, though. Yeah, that just kind of doing something really serious. Yeah. yeah. But nice just though. every now and again, like, so my favourite genre of comedy, because I don't really watch so much comedy apart from, like, the gigs I'm doing, is um, Magic gig. on the Free Fringe. But when they're... <laughs> so on Magic on the Free Fringe means that they're not able to do a full venue. So usually it's not, like, quite polished yet. They're learning their craft. So I totally respect the fringes for learning. So, sure. and I like sure. magic when they're still figuring it out. Because, like, <laughs> half the jokes end with, like, autistic guys going, Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> And then going, right, next trick, forget it. And like, so they haven't quite got the power, but they're also trying to slip in a couple of jokes. They've, like, they've yeah, read yeah, about yeah. showmanship. They haven't, they haven't learned how to play it. it off if it doesn't land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, and I've been there. It's so incredible watching them doing like really like insane thing and then they don't do it and they're like, fuck, paid fucking 200 quid for that joke last week online. And they're really pissed off. And I then was... they go, you guys drinking? <laughs> Bring it I back. would genuinely love to go see that with you. I have to say, my own personal brand of escapism at the Fringe, because that's presumably why you go to see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. is um, very earnest and ultimately terrible plays. Oh, yeah, yeah I yeah. love a studio production. I love anything where they're trying to do more than one theme, but like searing social commentary. Sick. I went to see um, a football-themed show that was on the pleasant, so I shouldn't... <laughs> it was probably a very good production, but, the, but also they were trying to get so many social issues in. So like, yeah. it started and they were talking about like homophobia and then sexism and then racism all important and then classism in an hour in an hour yeah in a play about football you've got to pick one haven't you then one of their dad dies on the side of the page (laughs) 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 then there's like i think another health matter as well and i just honestly oh and domestic abuse obviously oh my god the problem was that i was so tired and found it all so i was Howling laugh. This Every- is the problem. Oh, Hysteria. Bloods of tears. No, I it was, was just really moving you. Screaming, <laughs> laughing. But the problem was, like, obviously, the only people who were, were in were like their parents. Ah, so oh everyone was horrified by me, and I couldn't, I couldn't. Like, even the people I'm with, I was with were like, shut the fuck up. And I just, I. Every time there was another social issue, I just had the best time. <laughs> so great. What is your form of escapism at the Fringe? Oh, I don't know. But what, everything you were saying was reminding me, when I did student comedy, we used to fly on the mile. And there was one year where we were, we, every day we just ended up flying next to this production, which was, it was a, it was a production of Oliver Twist. Oh, my God, um, I love it. Set in Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and, and... And I would go. Yes. That's the thing. I like it. And, but, and I they, love and, Edinburgh Fringe so much. And it was much. like it was like it was like a, it was like a secondary school production. But all the girls were in like corsets, like slutty sort of fishnets. No. Now corsets. everyone who's listening to this would be like, "That's disgusting." Made the girls do it. I remember being a teenage girl. We wanted to be sluts. Yeah, well, like, I, they I'm sure that, those I'm sure they did. Strong overuse of the word "slut" about children. I would say. <laughs> I would say children, um, teenagers. I would say children. Let's two off the bat. Revealing? Shall we say revealing? Yeah, they were revealing. They were, they were revealing. And, and not very Nazi, I wouldn't have said. 
had like n- not very tight. Yeah, where's the uniform? Put your uniform. Yeah, on. I don't know. And they would stand in the middle of the of the of the of the Royal Mile every day, going status, and they go orphan, and they'd be like, <laughs> what uh, name? Oliver, Oliver Twist. <laughs> and I still I still can picture it so clearly in my head because I saw it all day every day. And there was like one girl who was obviously the lead, Dead. and her mum was the director of, of the play. Dark. So oh, she would be sort of swanning around in her sort of corset. Nazi and corset. Uh, Yeah, 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 and fishnets. And then her mum sort of had a cane and she'd sort of hobble over and be like, come and see my daughter in Nazi Germany. And it was oh. the most surreal thing I've ever seen. I, I never went to see this the show but I but think, I think that's what did. it is it's that like it's so cringe so what we were saying was like cringe but then it's like when children do it because they're really earnestly taking on a big social subject yeah like you know when at school when you're doing GCSEs and you've got like really intense subjects oh, yeah. then you sort of like pull out you know that was honestly that's what a joy and the worst thing about it was that, that it was, they were obviously of the age at school where um, some of them were uh, I'm, now I'm going to sound like a pervert but some of them were, had matured and some of them hadn't <laughs> So you're like, okay. So there are some, yeah, the artful dodger was flat chested, yeah, but well, Nancy yeah. was fucking there. There were some yeah. women in corsets, and there were some tiny girls in corsets, basically in a group. And it was just like, Pervy just caught. Jack Barry. <laughs> Perfect. It wasn't that. I just felt bad for them because these other Ah. girls were obviously desperate to wear the outfit, but they did just look like children, and it was just so unnerving. Wow. The ones who were majority called sluts, and the ones who didn't, he felt sorry for. (laughs) Wow. I guess I'm trying to figure out how Oliver and Nazi. Like, who was the head Nazi? Like. They Mr. were all Bum- girls. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell who of was Of course it was an all-girls school. We knew that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was a given, You right? didn't like, need I'm to bring a okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, who... Like, I just don't quite understand. So, like, Oliver's, like, a young Jewish boy? I assume so. Okay. I assume so. I don't know. I didn't see the production, as I said. I'm sorry. No, it don't yeah. be sorry to yeah. me. Be sorry from to their you, flaring. Like, you know them. I was trying to piece together the, the whole thing from their flaring technique. This is technique. phenomenal. Build your I own know. show at home. <laughs> Did I tell you about this on the podcast already? It was like the thing that I saw that I just like, I knew I couldn't see Sincere Theatre anymore because I wouldn't be able to handle myself well. So I used to work at the National Theatre, but like in catering. But a lot of people I worked with were also like actors, performers, writers, creatives. So there yeah. was a lot of like, oh, come see my play. Like, of course. So like, loads of like really good stuff like people just doing stuff on zero budgets and there was one I think it was in Greenwich and they did a night of just like shorts from like people's plays trying to get them written right yeah yeah and oh my god it was insane it was a group of like 20 white kids they took on Israel Palestine <laughs> finally oh, some, of, some of the white kids have got to do it right let's get that sorted yeah, yeah. Israel, Israel all wearing white Palestine, all in black. Uh-huh. Okay. And it was a 10-minute series of still images oh. with a blackout in between each one. So they'd go like, struggle. <gasps> no, tableau. War. Tableau. Is that what it is? Still yeah. image tableau? It was, so I moving. couldn't breathe. <laughs> wow. I could not. And then like, every now and again, they'd hold a still image of ages and go, death. <laughs> oh my god it was powerful it was so moving it's and I couldn't nuanced. breathe in because I knew I'd laugh <laughs> and I just you know when you're like I'm struggling I don't know what to do with myself it was insane that's horrific but it's that thing of like let's do the subject let's take on a big one this is why this Edinburgh I will be taking on the subject of Israel Palestine no. <laughs> finally I, finally I Helen's diving best. in I don't think that's for the best okay so if anyone's you- gonna sort it 
It'd be me and Derek Jones. <laughs> every day you're like, Derek's dead. <laughs> That's a bit revisionist. Um, you uh, got a piercing. I got a piercing. Yeah, you noticed. Hey-o. I know. Lots of my best friends have not noticed. So oh, thank really? you for noticing. It's so cool. Yeah, thank you. But also, I like. I'm well done on it being your first piercing and it being cool rather than lame. Oh, well, that's good. That's all you want, really, isn't yeah, it? Nice. So yeah. yeah. I went lame my first piercing. Did What'd you? you get? Just the double holes here. Yeah. Yeah. In the ears. Age like that's 13. Pretty basic. Yeah. And that's I got like a little gold rimmed aquamarine stone. Oh, hideous. <laughs> hideous. And that was it. Oh, I yeah. never cleaned them. And then nice. at the end of the time when you can change them, holy shit, the hair wrap and the gunk behind oh. it was oh. insane. Insane. The gunk. Jack. What gunk are we talking? No, I don't engage her. Like, like okay. belly button oh, shit. Stop it. Mixed with actual shit. Why did I ask? What have I told you before? <laughs> Lavender like, oil. Like, yeah. And then like stuff that you find in the corner of windows when you oh, remember to clean them. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Hour. You're just like disgusting. bits and bobs. Why do you? Oh, a collection. <laughs> a shop full of like, bits and bobs. Brick-a-brack. Brick-a-brack. That's um, what it was. What prompted you to get your ear pierced? Mm, I don't know. I just thought... I'm, I'm You're getting, on the telly I'm, now? I'm getting into my 30s. It's about time to have some sort of midlife crisis, <laughs> nice, isn't it? Nice. We went for a Christmas lunch with my house. We had like a, a house Christmas lunch nice. out. And then yeah. we were like, let's all go get them done. So we just all what went and got piercing. They all got sort of similar. They, they they both already had piercings in their ears, but they just got like another one in the nice. same sort of place. Nice. Um, yeah, it was very pleasant. Never had it done before. Went to metal. What did I say? It was called Metal Morphosis. Yeah. In Carnaby Street. They were very nice, very nice. professional. Very uh, nice, very yeah. professional. <laughs> I was a bit shaky afterwards. I think I built myself up. I was like, is this going to hurt? Yeah, people yeah. think it's a bigger pain than it is. Yeah. But it's just so And quick. then afterwards, you're like, oh, right. I don't know. I've had uh, some that have been, generally, they haven't been too painful. But I go to Sacred Gold in Soho and um, it, they have such a fancy room, but it's also like, it's a bit like, um, what's that musical with the barber who kills people? Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd. Yeah, it's, I was like, <laughs> the true story of Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. Okay. It has that, it's that like barbershop, like musical. clinical barbershop vibe where you're like, somebody's going to. Someone's going to kill me. And or like into steal a my organs. Oh, Yeah, nice. it has that vibe. But like, I love it because it's so clean. That's exciting. But it yeah. does have a, they will. Like, They're all a bit like that, aren't they? There's just lots of tools around. Yeah. And it's very clean. And you're yeah. like, some, someone's no, going to cut No, I've just up. done, this was like in Fleet on Linkway. And then I did this one, which is gone now, which is at Claire's on Oxford Street. Yeah, that all fits. Did you say you're building up to a tattoo? I want to I want to get a tattoo. Have you I've got any? I haven't got any yet, no, which surprises people. Weirdly, two yeah, people in the know, last I'm month. I'm always surprised people don't have tattoos because I assume that everyone's got them apart from me. I don't yeah. have any. I yeah, assume. but you you'd assume you didn't. But uh, two two people who <laughs> I know went. quite two people I know quite well have said they're surprised I don't have one on my ass. They said I I, yeah. I seem like a guy who's got one on my you, ass. You seem like a guy who got yeah. messed at a festival and got a Tweety Bird on his ass. Yeah, yeah. I, or I, like I, babies I, for a stag do. Yeah. yeah, I feel sad to disappoint people in that yeah. way. So you know what? I should get one on my ass. A so. Tasmanian devil. That's the vibe you give. Yeah. Like Taz spinning around. Or like a weed leaf. <gasps> yeah, that's what yeah. Uh, Chris Quayle, the comedy agent Chris Quayle, said he was surprised I didn't have the Adahash logo. <laughs> yeah, I bum. get that. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're a little alien saying, "Talk me to your leader." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, don't get that. What tattoo were you get thinking that. of? I wanted to get some shrooms, genuinely. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do shrooms. 
shrooms together. Excuse Helen me, texted me the other day asking me to be her, her, her shroom guide. Shroom spirit guide. <laughs> shroom shaman I would have gone with. But, but I've yeah. never done hallucinogenics before. Excuse me, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to need you to rewind. First of all, I didn't realise you guys were on a mushroom text basis. Neither did I <laughs> until <laughs> last week. I wasn't. It was like, we've, no, we've met. Maybe oh, it was a bit too confident. I was, no, I was really happy with it. I was just, I genuinely couldn't do Sunday. Yeah. That, yeah. You were going to do them on a Sunday? Yeah, it was a good day for me to do it. God, it's the Lord's Day. It's a good I, time to meet him. I've not done mushrooms <laughs> and I won't be. But what, what is, where did you get them? Good Lord. <laughs> and you've done them before? Many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And but this is the thing, because I've never done hallucinogenics before. And from all of my understanding, obviously mm. you can just take them, but like, I know I'll enjoy because it's like if you're anxious going into a trip it's usually like it can make it a bad trip sort of yeah. thing you want to be somewhere yeah. you know you feel safe with someone that you know knows what they're doing because Jack that's will know that's the only thing that can make it a bad trip basically is it's going like, into it with anxiety yeah and be, and not being comfortable and being nervous and yeah and so. I will obviously be a tiny bit nervous because it's a new experience yeah, you know like first time you do anything like it's a bit I know some people who grew some over lockdown and then put it when they were going to do it for the first time, put up signs all over their house that said, like, everything's okay. You're all right. See, we won't to need remind them. themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's very we'll nice. Because we'll upstairs going, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> or depending on the mood he's in, we'll be like, Nothing means anything. Everything is ending. And you'll be like, yes. oh, God. Once my friend, he, um, this was like when we did bucket shows in Berlin and someone was just like dropping in tabs of acid. And like, I was, I would like been well, in regularly. the UK for a bit. Like people just like, gave drugs or something. Instead like, of cash. Instead of cash. Sometimes they didn't have cash on them. They'd have drugs. So he, this is so awful. I would be fuming. I was back living in the I'd UK. I was back visiting and we were going for a burger. And he, for some reason, was just like, just, took some he didn't know what it was exactly before he came and met me because he's like oh it's a good day i've got nothing on later i'm just hanging out with helen and we were just sitting having burgermeister which is like like in coppice at all but like right on this big busy roundabout <laughs> like in berlin and he just suddenly went we need to go <laughs> and he had Absolutely. not told me he'd taken anything this came out later oh, so no. i took him back to my friends that i was staying and that he knew so it was quite close got him up all these stairs oh my god and then i just i don't know what was wrong with me i think i was a bit hungover and i was kind of enjoying him <laughs> that i played elton john's princess diana candle in the wind oh my god you did <laughs> 10 times in a row Hello. and he was like can you hear that and i was like what <laughs> no you don't deserve this shroom Yeah, shaman. that's exactly how you should not be doing shrooms. Shout out to Keenan Al, a great <laughs> German language comedian. You do not deserve this. <laughs> it was incredible. So wait, so if you were being shaman, would you also do the shrooms? Well, yeah. if Sunil was upstairs, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Sunil will be there. And what what is good about mushrooms? Oh, they're the best. Yeah, they're, 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 everything's good. Okay. They're, they're, they're like pure joy, really. And they just... I mean, they can... I mean... Do we want to do this? I can get into, I can get it fully into this. They can they can like be used to treat mental health problems. Mm -hmm. That's for like microdosing, um, right? Well, you can microdose or you can macrodose and just okay. do like one big load. It's basically like yeah, they, you you take them and uh, just everything suddenly you see the joy in the world and it just sort of makes you realise that the most important energy and force yeah. in the world is love basically and i find that you come out of it just feeling like and oh just... love is the most important thing that there is and yeah and uh yeah it's just are a they good... safe 
I think they're safe. Yeah, I mean, genuinely, in terms of bad trip, people think that if you maybe might have a bad dose, then you might go insane and you'll never be the same again or anything like mm. that. But that, that's a myth. That that's completely. You still have a I was like. <laughs> From mushrooms or overdosing on mushrooms, it's only because they have like Are you they sure have a bad that? reaction. They run out in front of something. But same people do an alcohol. One, one second, yeah, you know? one second. Andrew. Uh, sorry. Now would be a time for a, a caveat. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, please do not take any medical advice from <laughs> Trusty Hogs. We are not qualified professionals, uh, and uh, any actions you do take as a result of Trusty Hogs, we cannot be held legally culpable for. Thank you. All right. Oh back to the question. Mushrooms. <laughs> you must take magic mushrooms. Well, you know, I just want a new experience. I've never done them before. Everyone says they're like they're fun, they're magical, like it unlocks a little creative thing in your brain. I'm like, let's fucking do that, and then I want to. I do, do think everyone too. should do them. Yeah. How do they mix with like other medications though? Um, you 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 should do research into it because I have heard other people say that if you're on de- antidepressants, yeah. you, it, it, but I think it's it's like a it's like a safety thing. But I, yeah. I honestly, like, I have heard of lots of people who have been on antidepressants who have taken them and it's yeah. been fine. Am I such a jo- uh, buzzkill? I'm like, no, no, no. It's taken me to the age yeah. of 30 to be like, oh, I want to try hallucinogenics. Because yeah. before that, I was like, oh, no, that's not really for me. Like, I've just never, like, been around them that much. It's not something that, like, I was around in my world. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I do. I want to try it. I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated yeah. by these different experiences. And I'm like, you know what? I've got an option to do it. And also because, like, I don't think I'm quite as sensible as you and Andrew, but I definitely know enough to be like, okay, so a space you feel familiar and comfortable in, home, someone that's staying sober, just in case anything does go wrong, check. Set set and setting, they call it. Yeah, and someone who knows what they're doing and can, like, experience it with you so you're not alone in the trip. Done. Yeah. Tick to tick. Exactly. Make sure you're in a comfortable set, set and setting is like setting is like with people you trust in a place where you feel safe. And then set is just like mindset. You've got to go into it knowing that you're going to see some crazy shit. Some of it you might not like, but okay. ultimately it's good if you're confronting those things. Mm. Um, like, and ultimately it's like a natural thing. It's the thing that grows yeah. in the ground and it, they're these natural things that have helped people and people have taken them for like millennia for religious reasons or mental health reasons. And so if it's showing you any crazy shit in your head or something that happened to you when you were a child, there's probably a reason that it wants you to see it. And it can be like a turbo form of therapy, basically. And also because maybe my friend really want to do ayahuasca, but I don't want to do ayahuasca without having some experience. Ayahuasca is intense, girl. Exactly. So it's like you want to like... There's like there's ways of like getting into things. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. trying out. Yeah. Like, it might not be an experience that I enjoy. I might have a good trip, but still be like, you know what? That's not for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, I think I, I do think it's it's good. I've I've, I've read, I'm writing a script about magic mushrooms and and therapy with magic mushrooms. Oh, so I've read like books about it now. So. And Any like, good books we should read? There's a book called How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan, which okay. I would recommend. It's okay. really interesting. My mum did yeah. shrooms when she was, this is like a couple of years ago, and um, she sorry, said what? that all she saw was tits the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I don't know Say why no unlocked. I am but in. My mum <laughs> like, was on, but my mum's done like, she was like a hippie. Like, she's done all, everything. Helen? Like, my mum's very... I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. to do it is because my mum's so like, give it a go. But she was just like surrounded Rounded in like a bosom. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! <laughs> I, like, I did it once, and I went to the bathroom, and everything in my bathroom was made out of ice cream. That was one that I remember. Yeah, yeah. And it was did you like, lick your bathroom though? I didn't lick it. No, no, no. But it was just like everything. It just looked like ice cream. And one time it was like, <laughs> you know, when you know, like a little, you know, like in Japan, you buy 
like everything has like a little face on it, like yeah. a little cartoon face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything in my bathroom had like that little face Hello, on it. Jack. And he was like, oh, yeah. And my toilet was like, come and piss in my mouth. And I was like, okay. And he was like, happy about it. And, like, <laughs> but like Why in an innocent way. In the toilet's mouth becomes such a theme on this podcast. <laughs> Why? Why? Also, it's why we're for shrooms for someone who hasn't done it, but has like read about it and like uh, has friends that do them. Like, you also will need to allow time for it. Like, it's not like a trip that you can bounce out of very quickly. Like you can have a lot of sugar from what I can gather. And yeah, that yeah. Can, like, Once you're done, you eating it. sugar is a good thing to do. Yeah. Why yeah. It just counteracts the psilocybin in you, basically. Okay. It just sort of mm-hmm. brings it down. So if you're ever having like a bad trip and you feel uncomfortable and you don't want to, then they say eat a Snickers and that will sort of start to calm you down. Any excuse to have a Kit Kat chocolate. It's becoming more and more my drug. (laughs) (laughs) Titties and chocolate. Yes, please. great. Yeah, like acid I've done as well. And acid like lasts for ages. So like the problem with that is like if you're on it for like 13 hours and by the end you're like, I kind of want to be normal now. Yeah. But it's really like three or four hours, do it in the afternoon. By the evening you're feeling pretty great. There's no hangover. You don't feel rough the next day. Everything just kind of has like a rosy glow. That's what I'm excited for, just to like... Get a slightly different perspective. Yeah, and just to rub things away. The, 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 one of the things I read was like, you know, when um, they, they, they use this analogy that your brain is a bit like snow and mm-hmm. you have these tracks in the snow and you know, like if a sled's going through snow, the tracks get deeper and deeper. Yeah. And yeah. that's like your regular thought patterns. Like, so all your sort of insecurities or anxieties of like, oh, I'm, I'm stupid, I'm ugly, people hate me. Everyone all, hates all the, me, All yeah, these things the that problem. go around in your head all the time. They just get deeper and deeper and deeper and you can get and you can sort of rub away the tracks with therapy or meditation or like one hefty dose of psilocybin. It just kind of like rubs away the snow so that then you can start to make new tracks and it can just like kind of help you reset. And yeah. And it's the same with most things about mental health. Like what works for one person doesn't work for the other. Like yeah. everyone has different things that will work for them. So this is not like... You know, like some people go like, oh, you need to do like, I've got friends who do a very specific sort form of therapy, which is definitely not my route. In the mm-hmm. same way, there are people who do loads of therapy, but the idea of taking medication, like prescribed yeah, or non-prescribed exactly. medication is totally wrong for them because that really, that if anything, adds anxiety into them. Other people are fine with medication, but the idea of talking, they're not there yet, they're not ready, it's not comfortable for them. Like, you find the one that works for you, and I am definitely at a point when I am ready, I'm like in a good place and ready to try out. Yeah. A different option alongside. Oh, yeah, I'm exactly. excited, man. I would yeah. say that I am more. I mean, but I'm... I don't know if it's the right one for you. Oh no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I would do it. I'm yeah. just saying like I think that I what I am aware of now is what I don't I. I don't know enough about this to have an opinion on it. Yeah. I quite like knowing what you don't know. Like, yeah. you know, to be like, okay, cool. I, yeah. I'm going to read about it and I will read about yeah. it. That's so yeah. cool. Also, I just think like anything, anything that moves us towards like more options for dealing with the mental health issues. Well, absolutely. Is yeah. Positive. That being said, but yeah. do you remember that guy I told you about who um, lost everything, had his stuff stolen, and um, then he rung up his mum to be like, I've got nothing, mother. And she was like, oh, you're telling me, son. I walked to the shed this morning, broke both my legs. Oh, yeah, that's Do you remember right. when I told you about that guy? Yeah, big hallucinogenics guy. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just know. Just 
Absolutely I not. shouldn't bother. I saw this guy walk into a park so many times, hugging trees, being like, that's the last time we'll see him. Like, I genuinely stay away from drugs uh, because I have done some in my lifetime, but I would say I have a very addictive personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, if you can have a pers- addictive person, I don't know if you can have an addictive personality or just like if it's just your hormone composition. But um, I wonder about that as well. But I would say that I, whatever it is, that my general reaction to drugs have been like, more, give me more. Can yeah, I have more, Jeff? Yeah. More, can I have more now? Okay. And I don't love myself when I'm on them. So. Well, that's, uh, yeah. The thing is about shrooms as well, but they're, they're not addictive because once you've done like a that's dose, good. you can't really do it for the next couple of days because it kind of, you use, I don't understand it, but if you do like a dose, then like you'll have to recharge for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But also I find like most addictive drugs like they're the ones that make you feel shit the next day horrendous because then you're like oh god I, f- I feel awful if i take more of it then maybe i'll feel good again mm. yeah Most rooms the next day you feel great and so then you're like well that works i overdosed <laughs> when i was four because i drank a bottle of cowpol so i feel like i fully understand so what we're discussing here yeah yeah i've yeah. been here you've been yeah, to yeah, the yeah. edge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't make it taste so good it's so fucked up oh my god we have to <laughs> how do you od on it oh is it mom, possible is it just you go into a cowpol coma <laughs> found me passed out by a window yeah. with an empty bottle of cowpol and just luckily like purple, dribbling down your cheek coma. no but like how many irish mothers have been putting their kids to sleep with yeah, cowpol for years do all the time still because it makes yeah. them sleepy but luckily it turned out she went to the hospital obviously just in case but it turned out like little Helen has insisted on using a spoon and I'd done a lot of spilling so, no, I, so most of it was on the floor I just fell asleep it oh, wasn't okay. a big deal but she still had to go into A&E and be like um, my four year old's OD'd like, <laughs> don't take the kids away <laughs> when you said use a spoon there was a moment where I was imagining you cooking like, it yeah. and then injecting it. Same. I, I just watched Dope Sick and everything I hear about drugs now, I'm like, it'll kill you, it's going to kill you. And the whole town, the whole town. Anyway, have you seen Dope Sick? On I the... haven't seen it, but I, I have had it recommended. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh my God, it. it's so depressing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Andrew, I feel like now we have a, to solve a listener problem. Are oh, you yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, 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 great. Got anything druggy? Uh, I sort of. I think this kind of fits with the mental health theme. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to apologise on Mike, uh, just in case I can't edit around it. Sweeney Todd is not actually a true story. So oh. I apologise for my sass. Sorry, earlier. I just. I, what did you say, Andrew? Didn't hear you? Is, I said, I'm sorry, Sweeney Todd's not a true story. <laughs> sorry, Andrew, did you get something wrong? I mean, I. I don't get too cocky because I could just edit this out. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just to be clear, Sweeney mercy. Todd might not be a true story, but it felt true to me when I watched it. Thank oh, you. There's, there's legends that are my... Anyway, the point is, we do have a, a listener correspondence. This is from T. Hi, T. Hi, T. Uh, if you'd hey. like to send us your own correspondence, trustyhogs at gmail.com. Trustyhogs at gmail.com. And they say, hello, hogs. There are things <laughs> I want to do, brackets, creative projects, that I know will be uh, bring me pleasure once started, let alone finished. However, the thought of summoning the energy and gumption to begin is horrifying. When I was younger, I was so motivated and busy and happy as I've gotten older. uh, And as I haven't succeeded in many of my endeavors, I find I just can't start new pursuits anymore. When I try, I get sad and riddled with self-loathing about how unmotivated and lazy I am. How do you both summon the will to begin new things? Mm. How do you find motivation when the barrels seem empty? You're both so impressive at getting shit done, etc. Any secrets? Just to be clear, if that's the perception (laughs) that you're receiving, like... Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know what my answer to this shock, is, but I'm wondering whether it's studio. your answer. Uh, okay, so first of all, I spend my entire day, this is my daily thought pattern. 
morning, I should probably do something. Oh, I haven't done it. It's too late now. Well, I mean, realistically, I should have done it months ago, I guess. Oh, God, nothing nothing you've ever done is worthwhile. Sweet. Okay, should I maybe try something? I mean, what? how? How would How would even? I guess I could watch some television. Dope Sick seems good. I guess I'm eight episodes into that. <laughs> should I waste my day? I, like, oh, should I go to this gig? Will I cancel the gig? Do I even like gigging? What's the point of comedy? I guess I'll go to the gig. I guess I'll do the old crap again. Here I go. I'm doing the old crap. Sweet. Well, everyone knows I'm a fucking fraud. Good night. <laughs> Yeah. And you, Helen? Yeah. <laughs> I wake up Monday morning and I start accomplishing 7am. <laughs> Everyone's different, but I like to have a win before 7.30. That's just how I do things. No, I... I Helen's, have thought... Helen's buying crypto first thing <laughs> Monday morning. Yeah, just me and trading. Like, um, first thing. I will say this. I have thought about this a lot in my life. About like, how do you find the motivation? I do think it comes back to that old thing of like, you don't want to find yourself up a ladder you don't want to climb. So like forcing yourself to do something, if you don't want to do it, you're going to end up further along in something you don't want to do. So like, you've got to find something you want to do and then figure out how you work and then you'll be able to work. Because if forcing yourself to sit down in silence and get work done, if you don't do it that way, then you're never going to do it that way. You're always going to be motivating yourself to do something by bullying yourself which inevitably doesn't work so i'm a social worker like i find it very look after people (laughs) very helpful to like have the people to do work for me no i find it very good to be like oh let's meet up and like work on this and so i collaborate a lot of projects like it's very rare that i am able to start and do something myself i think that's happened maybe once in my lifetime and i found the whole thing a struggle and a stress yeah so I um, when I start putting together an Edinburgh show, <laughs> I will find someone to work on it with. So this year I'm working with Rose Johnson from the Birthday Girls. I used to work with the amazing Phoebe Burke. I still do on things. Whenever I get something big in that I've got to really focus on and do stuff on, like Phoebe, for example, helped me with my Live at the Apollo set, just so I could go through it with someone, just to be accountable almost. Yeah, I'm working on my Edinburgh show with Charlie Dinkin in the last two shows I worked with Paul Byrne and I couldn't have done it in either scenario with people I don't I think collaboration is good I also think you're right about like figuring out how you work and also sometimes that can change like my first Edinburgh show I was really good at typing out all of the words the second show that that was so annoying paralyzed me yeah and then I was like fuck this why am I doing this okay I'll just go back to notes and that was much better for me so it can change but I would say like I I think the biggest hindrance is comparing yourself to your past self it's a bit like i don't i don't think it's particularly helpful how productive were you t as well like (laughs) but also like that's not what you're where you're at today so like you can be like congrats to me that was great i'm glad i did that moving forward from today i think i spent a I have tried to stop this, but I do spend an awful lot of time beating myself up for the time I've already wasted. And it's like, oh, you're yeah. not getting that back on. Yeah, also, yeah, pick yeah. your goals. Like, Sunil's got a dream and vision board I made him at home. You made him? And one of them <laughs> says re- resistance training to, like, get fit. But in brackets underneath it, it says um, lift wet towel with dick. And I think that's unattainable strength. <laughs> To lift this a is, this wet is, this towel is up with a you've dick. set for him? No, he said it for oh, himself. Oh, he said that for himself. Well, he set okay, up resistance okay. training and then my friend came over and wrote that on it. Okay, okay, that. okay, okay. But yeah. there's like, there's two things, right? It's like, one, how do you get motivated? And two, also like, you're everyone is having the same struggle as you. Like, no, oh, this idea of thinking that we are producing loads, I constantly feel like I'm underproducing. Yeah, you think Kim jong Un's yeah. waking up every day and just sort of going for it? Hell no. I think it's a way that we think about people in society, isn't it? We really like revere like 
people who've been successful or something, and we yeah. forget that they've all gone through this same struggle. When you only yes. see the things that people have produced, you know, if you only see the films that people have made or the shows that people have written, then it feels like they are very productive. But they've all had days and days and days that they've wasted yeah. and fucked around. And I read this thing the other day, which I thought was useful. It was like, you know, sometimes it's good just to like compartmentalize a day into like four sections. Mm-hmm. So you have like early morning, late morning, early afternoon, late afternoon or whatever. And so if you waste one section, don't go, oh, the days are right off. Just go, mm-hmm. right, that quadrant wasn't any good. We'll yeah. move on to the next bit. That's nice. And I can have a productive late morning. Even yeah. Even if I have a productive That's early nice. morning. I would say also I think there's, was the word like motivation there? I think, yeah, yeah, I motivation. I tr- like really early on in comedy, I tried to take out, well, I got some advice from an, uh, from Jimmy Carr, but I thought it was. Oh my God, clang! Clang! <laughs> but I think it's really good advice, which is like, stop waiting. Like, mo- he's like, motivation and inspiration don't really exist. Like, yeah. maybe for your first five minutes of comedy, they like, you get inspired, but like, inspiration is like for like one hit wonders and then the rest of us just sit down and do the work and yeah like, i think like waiting to be inspired or waiting to have the motivation you can wait a l- i certainly can wait a long ass time i don't have that much time to wait so i think like trying to come up with writing exercises that help yes. you help inspire you or or at least like are an achievable thing so even without motivation you'll get it done in 15 minutes it's something you've done today yeah. Yeah. um you grind but, it's a grind yeah i always yeah. feel like with questions sort of of this style you want to be able to just sort of be like it doesn't matter but the reason they're writing in is because it does matter oh, so it's yeah. like I'm trying to think no, of something what I'm trying to say is oh, I absolutely understand that it matters because I have the same crisis of yeah. faith but I, I and I it's so burdensome but I do think if you can't be gentler with each other with yourself and like forgive yourself for the time that's gone and then whilst you wait to be able to do that just break things into smaller pieces like I think I know it's really good the way everyone's like dream big but also like it's also okay to like have achievable goals on a day-to-day basis yeah. that will yes, add up Sunil, to I've got him into list writing because I write to-do lists consistently I want to do that I, feel, I yeah. cannot function without to-do lists I yeah. have them constantly on the go me too I love them so much but the to-do list includes some ridiculous things that do not need to be written down yeah, but the, but they make read you... one chapter of your book <laughs> I, I put like I love it run shower on my list oh, because yeah. because it makes me feel like I achieved something but I will block eyebrows oh my god but I will also say that make sure that your to-do list I used to have like an unachievable to-do list and it would just sit there like taunting me so it's good to break things into smaller tasks on that and also maybe even have like a personal to-do list a work to-do list a today to-do list yeah so that like yeah that's a step above me but no but like having like write edinburgh show on your like that's just a horrible i know it's it's too much it's paralyzing yeah 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 it's too massive but i'll have things like 30 minutes with new material Perfect. That's yeah. perfect. What, do 30 minutes on it? Yeah, just yeah. 30 yeah. minutes sitting with my notepad. If something yeah. happens, yeah. then great, but I've got 30 minutes to sit there and exactly. think about it. Yeah. But that can also... Jerry Seinfeld the yeah. other day, and he was saying, you know, I have to put, like, right for an hour, because if I sit down, it's like, right for the day. It's like, well, this is never going to end then. Like, yeah. if you were at work and your boss came in and said, do this indefinitely you'd yeah. be like oh my god like you fall <laughs> apart so yeah. like why set that mad idea for yourself or like the inverse of like 
I like this is going to go on forever is one attitude. Mine's like mine tends to be like, oh, well, I have the whole day to get that done then. Yeah. Oh, wait. Guess I'll just start with four episodes of This Is Us. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. in a depression home. You have to stop watching we, that. No, and I, I have, have to. I have, stop, but you have, I have to stop stopped. as well. I have stopped. We were both like on the cusp of self harming. Watching <laughs> <laughs> This Is Us. Yeah. Like, I, I recommended it to me. No, I watched one episode. And I, I had it fucking recommended it. to me by this <laughs> network. <laughs> they were like, you'll love it. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful vision of life. And I lost grasp. I nearly had to double my medication. Like, I was in an awful way. And then... And that's like, why she has to do mushrooms. Thing. About three months later, Catherine was like, I didn't think you should watch it. I didn't think Did you'd I? be able to handle it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Did and then I you went, And then you went back and was like, I don't know if we should allow her to watch the next season because it was during COVID time. So they filmed it set around COVID. But then luckily I watched Selling Sunset and I no longer trust them because Chrishell was left by one of the actors. So... Oh my okay, God. Well. I've moved my on. housemates watched Selling Sunset. It's incredible. I, I don't can't get into that either. I've got no truck. Thank you to Jack Barry. <laughs> no. Do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, <laughs> uh, shrooms. Come and buy my shrooms. Yeah, Wait, you yeah. have your own shrooms? No, I don't really. Well, I have grown some, but I don't have enough to sell. Oh, no, no it matter. Yeah, you don't sorry. want to be a seller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we also can't legally sell shrooms. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love this. The last um, last week's episode was Sunil trying to sell his cryptocurrency. Is that not allowed either? His, well, his own cryptocurrency. Ah. <laughs> this is why you can't have men on Buy Sunil Bucks. I don't know if I'll be doing that. Um, Trusty Hoax has not endorsed Sunil Bucks. Or, or Barry Shroom. Um, can you please um, tell us where people can find you? People, um, Please look at my website. I've got lots of silly videos and stuff on there. Jackbarry.co.uk. Yeah. Um, I'm in Feel Good on Netflix. If yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's perfection. Um, it and yeah, I'm doing a show at the Vault Festival. In Ooh, March. baby boy. Vault Festival got cancelled just it's, now. Did it just now? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's that crazy so funny. Like an yeah. hour and a half ago. An hour and a half ago. So I'm so funny. sorry. Yeah. No, this is good. This I literally did not have a last moment. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what? moment. You don't have, have a show The only reason I'm annoyed is because literally so just sorry. before Christmas, it felt like everyone had a show at Vault and I was like, fuck everyone I haven't done a show this year and I just felt guilty because I hadn't bothered because I didn't really want to do one of filling it yeah. in so then last minute I emailed like the organiser and they were like we can squeeze you in just before Christmas I was like phew something productive I've done and now it's gone it's I'm dead I'm so sorry oh, <laughs> that's my favourite plug of anything first of all I think follow Jack Barry on all social media we'll be tagging him in this episode when it comes out so you can find him through that please give him a follow and hopefully I'll, have see another, him at hopefully I'll book another show <laughs> <laughs> Although I think Derek Jokes is still doing his. Yeah, Derek's yeah, doing yeah. vaults. Derek yeah. is always doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be touring oh. in the wreck wreckage of vaults. That felt like the last year and a half in comedy just summed into one moment. It was Isn't like it? I'm gonna do a show. I'm not. I'm not gonna do. It. I'm so sorry. Finding out live that the whole festival has been cancelled. <laughs> we truly are sorry. You've been such a lovely guest. I feel like I learned something. Uh, yeah, yeah oh, I me too. So. I, yeah. I've worried that every podcast I go on now just turns into me uh, telling drugs. everyone that they should do shrooms. No, because I started it by contacting <laughs> you, you being like, "Hey, can you help me out with this?" Yeah, <laughs> and also it. like I'm a risk averse, cautious anxious um, but curious person who I think offered counterbalance of uh, fear anxiety <laughs> on your behalf and overbearing responsibility uh, so you know we've had a lovely time <laughs> and, and make sure you follow me on Instagram to watch the Insta live of Helen taking trims no. <laughs> <laughs> are you really going to do it live? God no oh darn thank <laughs> you thank you, thank you. Thank you. 
do a shout out to our amazing supporters we've got so far. Thank you. Our incredible exec producers. <gasps> Holy shit, the top level. Mm. So shout out to Guy Goodman, Simon Moores and Yanina Bautista. Plus brand new executive producer, Mary Fox. <laughs> and to our incredible producers, Melissa Dunkeld, Kerrig Duke, Sarah and Molly, Aidan McQueen, Caitlin Liss, Joe Holmes, Zoe, Kim Doyle, Lim Lee Myerskoff, Rachel. What are you doing? You were just punching the air every time. Because I, I want to <laughs> celebrate all of them. <laughs> Lee Myerskoff, Rachel. Yeah. Oh, David Walker, Tim and Dom, Kira Leach, SD Dubs, L Richard Bold, Sadie Cashmore, Neil Redmond, Claire Owen Jones, Jess and Nick, Victoria Hutchinson, Emma Walton, Anthony Conway, Karen and David Bull, Harold Van Dyke. Wow! Thank you. You make the world a better place. You God make our world better. Yeah. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.